Episode 52, PZ4CO. What the fuck? Quick warning about this episode. We discuss PZ4CO, who is a character in The Force Awakens. The first half of the episode was recorded before we saw the film. So it's a warning about uh, the quality because we were in the theater recording on an iPhone. Um, but the second half of the episode is after we saw the film, so, uh, a warning on spoilers there. Well, we do get heavy into spoilers, so I would suggest that you see the film and then listen to the second half of this episode. If you'd like to listen to the first half, um, before the episode, before the, before you see the film as well, it, uh, it, it explores, you know, what we think of this character and, the, and their role in the film. Uh, everything was based off of seeing an action figure and a sentence here or there. So it's 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 pretty much spoiler free with a minor spoiler on uh, what we think is going to be a very minor character. Okay, uh, here we go. Hello and welcome to Star WTF. Oh no, I got to say the whole thing, right? No, you don't. Have to. I'm in the theater. We can't say it. Yeah, this and is a very special episode. We are in the Cinemark. In our seats, three hours before The Force Awakens starts, and George, who's been on an episode or two, right, has mentioned that this recording is probably a felony, so enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> George, just wave. He's, he's very excited. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot speak. He's speechless. So today's very special episode is a character that we're going to speculate about that appears in The Force Awakens, and the first half of this episode will probably be spoiler-free because we don't know anything about this character, except for they made an action figure of it, um, and then we'll record some later and, and yeah. I guess, spoil away, so we'll give you a warning before that part. So today's character is... Do you remember the name already? It was a PC... PZ4CO. PZ4CO. Which, as you probably know, is a droid. He is... You may have seen the toy already. It's a weird blue little C-3PO-esque body, but it has this weird elongated head with, like, an even weirder head on that. Yeah, it's like an like, extra neck with a... Yeah, he has, like, an extra neck on. It um, looks like if you took C-3PO and put, uh, like, one of the other droids on top. I, mean, yeah. I can't remember which one I'm thinking of. Not EV-99, but one of the other ones. It's definitely not EV-99. No, he's uh, got that thin head. The she. Who? EV-99. So we'll talk I, about that in another... <laughs> well, do you want to talk about something here is this one is also a she. That's about how much I know from reading the back of the action figure. We did, there's no, like, planet mention? Like, there's no planet, and it so mentions no. the nickname is Peasy. Peasy. Instead of PC, Peasy. Uh, is, that, is that his rap name? Jeezy? Uh, Wheezy? <laughs> Wheezy Peasy? Yeah, uh, like Jay-Z. Not Jay-Z. Uh, George. You may rap her nickname. That's why George is here. Jeezy is uh, Kanye. Kanye West, that's right. I was trying to remember. So, here's the back of the action figure. PZ4CO. I know, right? PZ4CO is a constant fixture in resistance-based control rooms, offering tactical data and communication support during important operations. That's all it says. So we're going to see it in the background of some scene involving the resistance. <laughs> but it's like it's like a light, pale blue... Actually, because uh, it already has an action figure, it might be a little more important than that. That's what we're going to see, and that's why we picked this one. All right, quick question. Do you think it has a cameo voice? Oh, like a vo we hear its yeah, voice. Yeah, voice actor. 
Um, we know now that the, Simon Pegg. Oh wait. We know that Simon Pegg appears in the movie. We know that. Uh, but do we know if Simon Pegg's voice appears? That's true. We know that Bill Hader and uh, Benjamin Schwartz to uh, play BB-8. So, which I just learned today. Best, my favorite news of the week. Um, <laughs> is there any? See, there's a couple males who we don't we don't know. Uh, it's John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. If you ask. <laughs> uh, we don't know um, Andy Circus. We know he plays Snoke, but Andy maybe... Andy Serkis doesn't know who Andy Serkis is. <laughs> maybe Andy Serkis does the voice. All right, so a female... Hmm. Amy Poehler? Nah, she already has a movie coming out today. <laughs> so you can't... Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, so she can't have two. It's like in the Screen Actors Guild. No, no. Um, oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. We know Carrie Fisher's daughter's in the film, so it's not her. Um... Is there anybody, uh, I'm trying, trying to think of somebody who's like really big Star Wars, like maybe one of the voice actors from Clone Wars, maybe, maybe Ashley maybe. Eckstein or <laughs> Jar Jar, George has a picture of Jar Jar, maybe it's Ahmed Best, he came back. You're just looking at pictures to remind yourself of what the Phantom Menace was like? No. George is just looking at pictures of his favorite character to remind himself of the last time he saw the Star Wars movie in the theater. We're waiting in line for Star Wars in the past. Yeah, that's what I figured it was. And someone put this picture of Jar Jar on a palm tree, but I like it because it looks like he's being hanged. <laughs> oh man! I'm excited to watch Jar Jar be hanged in this film. Did, did you hear about that? He's gonna get hanged in the middle. Is of that the what movie. they said? Yeah, it's, it's it's a cutaway scene where, like, uh, <laughs> like like when in Wizard of Oz, when the Munchkin gets hanged <laughs> in the background. The whole entire house. So man, this Remember, my thought about this droid is that. It's in the background of those scenes that we've seen in the trailers with, with Leia, and you see you know, C-3PO there, and it looks like it's in, like... It almost looks like the scenes in, like, Hoth or something, or even the scenes with Mon Mothma. But I think it's just going to be in the background there, and it was one of the cooler-looking things they could make an action figure of. Yeah. What about you? I think we're going to see it in the background, and it's going to say maybe one or two lines, and it's going to be, you know, just like a... It's going to sound like, um, was it TC-14? Yeah, TC-14, yeah. Probably as my... Random guess, and then TC fourteen's uh, beginning of Phantom Menace. Yeah, that's the silver one from the Phantom Menace. Yep. Um, and then uh, I will see it uh, waddle away, and I, can't, I I say waddle because that's specifically how it has to walk. <laughs> that, the extra head. Yeah, that's a duck under doors. Maybe Stephen Merchant does the voice. He's voice actor. He could do a little female voice. <laughs> Maybe uh, he's he, you know, he can resemble you know, from being it's tall. It's going shoot somebody. That's my guess. You're gonna see it shoot somebody randomly, as a random. Like, Can you think of a good TC-14 line? I mean, the character in the movie is going to be happy, everybody in the theater. <laughs> yeah, there are other people in this theater who probably think we're weird, but yeah. I'm sure they have a Star Wars podcast, too. <laughs> it is two, out, two and a half hours before the film. We should know. Um, if you showed up, then uh, you have problems. Can you? Or your uh, Carolyn over there. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, now you got So we have a new voice on the podcast. Marty's got to draw her for the picture now. <laughs> Everyone who speaks on the podcast must be drawn. Oh, yeah, oh, uh, Nicole just uh, spoke too. Now there's five. You better, you better be nice to your sister with the drawing. <laughs> he draws all the singers that are in the background. <laughs> Anybody else want to come up and talk? So Marty will have to draw you. <laughs> and we have to get this episode out by tomorrow. I'm just gonna put a Jaws in the theater <laughs> um, with a clock behind us that says, "Oh, it's two hours." Oh, two somebody hours. just that lady is laughing. You better start making a mental picture. I gotta take a picture. gotta take a photo. So TC14. Can you think of a, of a famous line from TC? Because I think of the Droidicas, but that's not t- that's the same scene. But um, 
she comes in and says, she says she thinks they're Jedi. I don't think she. Uh, oh yeah, she does. She says she doesn't quote something. I don't, I don't think I can quote it. But that is the the like big flaw of the beginning of the film is that the the droid knows they're Jedi. <laughs> All right. So what what else about this character? Let's talk about where it goes from here. Because we assume it's just going to be in the background. It's going to have a couple lines. We have no clue what happens in the film. Everybody could, you know, get blown up. And But th- this character will have a backstory at some point. So let's write it right now. Okay. I'm going to write. Here's what I think. Peasy. 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 Did they call her Easy Peasy? Easy Peasy. That's, that's okay. not nice. But no, it's not. Okay, my guess is that Easy Peasy comes from... <laughs> uh... Got it. Uh, oh, so you're going background, not for. We, we have to do the background. Well, like we should start with the background. It's going to be. My guess is that it's going to be. I think she looks pretty new. Yeah. I don't think she's one that's, that's hung around since, like. No, but she's got to be owned by, like, a hut. And then that hut. Then she ran away from the hut by doing something really clever. And then she ended up with the resistance at some point. Because in that picture of the resistance, it looks like C3PO is, like, pushing buttons and, like, actually working. Yeah. Which we haven't really seen him work. No, he doesn't. Uh, work. But he's like he's supposed to be a worker droid. But um, well, he's he's built for protocol. And yeah. Etiquette and protocol. So, she however, was, she belonged to a hut. A breezy, um, PCZ or whatever um, is going to actually be. She's going to be rude. That's she's got. She's going to be the opposite. Of, she's going to be a little snappy. Yeah, she's going to be the opposite of C three PO. And she's going to be C-3PO's love interest in a comic book that comes out in six oh months. Oh, my God. That's probably very possible. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's going to be the C-3PO comic, like, separate series, and yep. she's going to appear in it. But, like, it's going to be... That comic is still not going to be in the future. It's not going to be The Force Awakens. It's yeah. going to be, like, deep into the past. So we might see a little argument between the two of them in this film. Like, a little tiff. If I, if I called it, then I... I don't know. I should get, like, a cookie. I'll get you some popcorn and you can choke. I'll have to take you out of here. I think we talked about that on the we podcast. We have talked about that. <laughs> so just to recap, any, the first episode. Yeah, any new listeners? Uh, what, not the last time I saw a Star Wars movie with Marty, but <laughs> not that long before it. <laughs> oh, my God. George is showing pictures of posters. It's it's Finn with his lightsaber, Ray with her thing that looks like a lightsaber, but it's a staff, but I still think it's going to be a lightsaber, Han Solo with his, his blaster, and Porkins with a hoagie. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. A sub for you people outside. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so anyway, last time we saw the movie in the theaters, well, it wasn't last time, but we saw episode two, uh, Attack of the Clones, Marty choked on popcorn and had to leave halfway through the movie and never got to see the glorious gladiator ending. <laughs> All right, so from here on, Peasy, um, we're going to see her in the film with a little tift. Uh, George is showing more pictures. I found one um, this morning that I got to show you after this is done. Peasy's going to leave. She's she's getting a little fight with C-3PO, and maybe that's the last we see of her in the movie. But uh, in the, afterwards, in the uh, is she Force-sensitive is the question. God, I hope not. That's happened before. There was, was a droid that was Force-sensitive that wasn't Skippy. That was canon. That's true. Called the Iron Knights. But, um... Um... My guess is that for after the film, she's not going to... Realistically, she wouldn't be, a, like, a book star. This isn't like the days of Yonder where there would be a Tales of the Rebel base. Yeah. This is... This is... She's going to appear as a side character in a novel starring another character that shows up for ten minutes... 
You know what I think is going to happen? I think... I don't think this episode is going to end on like a high note, like 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 uh, Star Wars uh, yeah. episode four. I think it's going to be a little more empire-ish. Um, but don't you? I think like this would have to end. Like, like have a, it, like I don't a think it's going to be a cliffhanger, but yeah. I feel like it might be a little somber. Yeah. Um, so I think she's going to be like like relieved of her duties because whatever they're doing there is not working. Yeah. You know, they're in that little. It looks like some sort of like bunker or something, and it's not working. So they're like. Peasy, just take it. You can take off. You know, your job is done. It's kind of like when the Titanic was going down. Yeah. You know, the, what if the like, what if Peasy dies? What if Peasy in this movie dies because the base gets attacked? And then destroyed? our later episode that we're going to record is going to be very depressing. Yeah, <laughs> but you're true. Peasy could, her head could come off that big top piece. <laughs> that's, it's it's like, it's, it doesn't seem super functional. What's that? The thing is that I can only. Guess it's like a growth. Yeah, it looks like a weird, gross thing. It does not look good. It's like an extra attack. Yeah, it's an awesome-looking action figure. (laughs) I saw it, like, two months ago at a convention, and it was, like, before anybody else had them in stores. I almost bought it. The dealers just had them for, like, $30 each, but it was... It's not worth it, though. The the color blue is just so awesome. I know. All right, so, um, I guess this will be a... Maybe C-3PO will get her leg and have a blue leg as well. (laughs) Maybe maybe that's how they they fell in love. (laughs) Maybe, maybe she, <laughs> or maybe she's holding on to C three with his gold arm, because that's maybe. missing. Is it missing, or did it just like get repainted for some reason? It probably got exploded. All right, so we need a final question for the first half of this. Okay. Um, how? I thought Carolyn was leaving. She had enough of this. <laughs> uh, we do this all the time. Yeah, we're uh, the stupid pretty much often. I'm pretty sure that any listener of the show would tell you that right now. Well, it's, this is the speculation part. Um, this is not the informative part because we know nothing about the character. Except for her. It's a female with a nickname, Peasy. Yeah. And she's in the resistance. Um, so, final question. George, do you have a final question about Peasy? What's Peasy? Listen to the episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I got a final question about Peasy. All right, so Peasy, now I'm looking at the picture. Peasy the droid has this, like, lump under its head, like a tumor, and then its head's raised, raised up high, kind of like a weird giraffe-style thing. What is the function of that large neck? Hmm. Because as a droid, you could technically put whatever's in there down here, down here, over here. They could case it out over here. There needs to be some sort of function for that, right. and maybe we'll see it in the movie. So what do you think it's going to be? I think that it doesn't actually serve a function and that it is built that way to appeal to a very specific market of aliens. Interesting. But, but like, they didn't use reu- want to reuse a lot of parts. They wanted to reuse as many parts to keep it safe. Can, I, can you zoom in? Yeah. So, my thought is it's actually removable and there's many different heads. And, uh, that's something specific. yeah, this one specifically, see, because those eyes glow, there has to be something about those eyes glowing. Uh, maybe it's really good, like in the dark or in some sort of infrared scenario. Uh, but this holds the neck part holds everything that's key to that head. And that head's so good. It needs that extra neck. You could pop that off and put like a regular C-3PO head on it as a protocol droid. You could put BB-8's head on there and it's whatever the hell BB-8's going to do. Um, George, George, Jay, we know this. All right. We do know that. I'm going to guess. There is, I can see a seam there. Yeah, right. Like right. I'm going to guess that whole mechanism retracts into the body. Oh, interesting. 
um, and extends when it needs to see over stuff. Oh, that's a good idea. An overly complicated mechanism. So we're not even seeing the top height. Yeah. It just keeps going and going. <laughs> oh. See, the, slowly curving out. I think that the key to that being wrong is, well, no, because these are cheap figures. I was going to say, it's not like, they didn't give it the action feature, but none of these have no, action No, that's going to be in the Black Series. <laughs> <laughs> if they made a Black Series of this, I would have it already. Now, what about the jetpack that she comes with? Uh, they all come with one. Kylo Ren came with one. I know, I have one. Um, it's just stupid. So, all right. So, I think that's it until we see this movie, um, and we see what uh, PZ4CO, what kind of impact she has in the film, if any. Okay, and now we're going to cut to our post The Force Awakens uh, theory uh, discussion of PZ Forcio, as well as some discussion about the film. Um, warning, 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 warning. We do get into all of the spoilers. So if you want to stop now, stop now. Uh, we're back. <coughs> we are back. Uh, it's been uh, two and a half hours. <laughs> we but... Yeah, we just got out of Force Awakens. Um we can I, save thoughts for, you know, a, a longer episode or, or a side episode. But, the, you know, if you could say a couple words, oh, that, my God, those oh, are my words. That that was amazing. It's amazing. And it, I look, anybody that's actually listening to this podcast has probably already seen it and most likely agrees. Yeah. But it hit every beat. It hit. Oh, my God. It's the most satisfying film experience I've had in a while. And like the last thing that's done that was Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. So that like this hit me right, right where it should. It felt right. Like it yeah. just that's the best thing you can say about it is it felt right. But which is it, it's such a like, I, I I'll admit, I didn't think going in like I I didn't think I was gonna hate it because I don't hate the prequel movies that much. I bitch about them, but I don't hate them. No, I mean but like, I was afraid. You know, did you have that twinge of like you're fearful that like. I mean, to me, like, there, I could have, I don't know, I feel like it, it couldn't, like, disappoint me. But it couldn't disappoint me because it, it's already sunk because so it's low. Just, yeah, but, yeah, exactly. But to me, it's like, you always think of that thing that makes you cringe. That thing that makes you, that crosses the line, or the thing that's just, like, and I, you know, and there's there's references, and it never felt like that. It never felt yeah, there like, was no, like, hey, wink, look at me, like. Yeah, there was no reference where it felt like, oh, that's that's a little far. It never felt forced or anything I, like, like that. Like there, you could like say that maybe one or two is like you know it's obvious, but like it works. It's still funny. Yeah, exactly. And you enjoy it, so it's and like the the, the comedic character works really well. Yeah, there was a lot more comedy than I thought there would be because yeah. they don't show that in like they start showing it in the little TV spots a hair a touch of it. But very, you know, yeah. it, it it hit all the marks of, of yeah, like it, the original it, trilogy. It hits all the like the one liners, the like the the snide remarks that everybody gives each other. Exactly. It, it's uh, it, it's a really cool new. It like, is like you know new cast, like a new. It's a good direction. It's like like an like maybe the perfect direction. Yeah, for this it's whole so thing. good. All right, so let's move on to our character. So we were talking about. Uh, PZ. PZ. Uh, PC, I can't remember the numbers. Uh, 04, but we did, C1 or something like that? Yeah. Um, so, our thoughts were, uh, uh, I guess, sort of in line. Um, the the So, PZ's role... PZ's in two shots, we'll just say that. Yeah, he's in um, maybe two or... She. Th- she. She is in two so shots, was, I think it was exactly shots. two, because 
there's first one shot of the resistance guys are getting into their ships and she's on the side of the ship and I was, and it was the fastest shot ever. It was less than ice cream maker guy. Yeah, it's it's and like I was her like editing like fixing up a ship. And it was like a fast shot like it was like mid pan you just kind of see her. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's going to be it." And we did a whole episode on this. <laughs> but it cuts to one other shot where there's like some sort of like maybe like air digital screen up in the air. And you can see her. <laughs> and she's on the other side of that. It might have been the digital screen or just like a regular like console or whatever. But she's on the side of that for a second. Yeah. And she's, uh, I think you see her like in one shot at the end. Did you? I oh, think I, I, I think it. I spotted her. Oh, because there was like, uh, well, spoilers. There's, there's some group shots at the end. Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a vic- victory. <laughs> it's a, something. Yeah. yeah. It's a victory. Yeah. We'll call it a victory. Yeah. So. Oh, my God, guys. Yeah, it's just it takes the wind just, out. Uh, but this character, the- like, is there anything new to say about the character? Uh, seemed functional. Yep, seemed like a, <laughs> seemed like a functional robot. Uh, seemed important. She was, you know, right in the front. Yep. But, nope. Nope. Yep. Uh, does it... So, we'll do a final question. Does that warrant an action figure? Absolutely not. Oh, but see, you know what? Because I would do the opposite. I was going to say absolutely because we saw action figures for... Yeah, no, but that's <laughs> what I was going to say. This doesn't warrant an action figure, but it deserves one because this this is the tradition that we should be following in every Star Wars movie where those random characters just get, for some reason, a toy. Okay. You know, you need one for Hammerhead. You need you needed one for uh, all the other ones in the original, the, the original yeah. line that were just like really weird. Like So, so Toy Talk... Wave two of the first series of action figures. Is that surprising? Wave two of the first series of action figures? It's out now. We've only had, like, one series of action figures and, like, and like a couple, like, just, like... Some random like random ones. That's one of the first, like, 15 figures. Yeah. Kind of shocking. Yeah. Well, what I, what I think it was is that, well, Hasbro is the company that makes them, and they probably saw less of this movie than we did. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only thing I can think of is that Disney was, like, like they were like, look, we need we need toy ideas, we need like things, and be like, okay, here here's what you get, and they just toss out a bunch of random things, and be like, oh, um, like they turned to like JJ or whatever, and he was like, yeah, I got some characters I'd, that would be great for the toys, they're really important. They and probably like, like visited the set, and yeah. that one was like striking because in that's it's a, it's, it's, it's the a most dark like, area, and she's she's bright blue, like she stands out like a like like crazy yeah. in that environment, like everything is green and brown and like. Because it's a forest world. Yep. And, uh, wow. I, I, we left the movie theater silent. Like, oh yeah, we were dead you, silent. You like it was just like an amazed awe. Like, my god. Yeah. It's like to think what what could have been with the prequels. Mm-hmm. It's what we could but have had. This this works. The prequels describe what happened before. There was one reference to the prequels, which was sort of. They said there were Sith, and then the Empire, and now this. Yeah. So I don't think... Are there any references to Sith in the original trilogy? No, but there's a reference to the Sith in the original book. Okay, so... Which came out, like, like a but, month before. But that so. was the, the one acknowledgement of the prequels, kind of. Yeah, it was just... And that's something that you have to mention, because everybody knows that the yeah. main bad guys in the movie were the Sith. Yep. After all, it was the Revenge of the Sith. So, and I like that. I like that it didn't completely disregard it. It didn't completely disregard it. It, it, it didn't feel like, you know. It just doesn't engage it. Yep. Like, it doesn't, because it knows better. They know better not to, like, push any buttons that, like, even if you wanted to present something from the prequel trilogy, 
it, you you would have you wouldn't have wanted to see it. Like no, and I think there's still room for it. And I think that that those kind of things can emerge in the Star Wars universe, and they have through gaming and things like that in better ways. And even the Clone Wars cartoon and things like that. You know, it's just you have to take it so slow. Yeah, don't push, don't force it into this movie. Sneak it in the next one. You know what you got to do. You know what this movie does right. I just want to note that like the other movie, and like this is like a fundamental thing you can note. Like, if you just watch the prequel trilogies and this back-to-back, yeah. how lightsabers are handled. Oh, yeah, really. Like, the fight scenes in this movie are really well done, and there's no They feel like acrobatic, a fight, not a dance. Yeah, it's not like an acrobatic, completely choreographed, like... Yeah. It feels like a violent skirmish between two people wielding swords, as opposed to... Uh, ballerinas oh. with knives, like which and and like my ears, like, like my very optimistic excuse for that is like we're at a different time. Yeah, no, like, that's there's what it no... used to be. It used to be this fanciful, you know, sport, yeah. you know, and like the the rules. Oh were no, that's different. like the way you can say the story is that like none of them are trained. Luke can't train Kylo. Ren, couldn't have trained Kylo Ren to be a lightsaber wielder, and that's why Kylo Ren's lightsaber is probably very raggedy. Yeah. Because he built it himself and it's, like, not a very good one. And why he himself, like, he he has a couple flourishes, but they're nothing complicated. You could learn those flourishes yourself in a day. It was very few, too. Yeah, because I can flourish with a lightsaber. And, yeah, I don't have any training of any kind or anything. And the flourishes are, are the part flourish- of it. Is a, it's a very, um, like... Uh, like, you're, you're putting on this, like... It's a scare tactic, kind yeah. of. And you, you know, like, look what I can do and, you know... And you know what, though? But, like, you want to know how this works? Think about, like, the prequel to the... The, the trailer to The Phantom Menace. They reveal that there's a guy with two lightsabers. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah, if I recall. And there's, like, all this crazy lightsaber fighting. Like, people were excited for that. But people were just excited to see a character do a flourish. Yeah. Like, in the trailer. Like, when that TV spot hit, you you told me. Yeah, you But then, see, like, four just other like, people told me that. Like, oh, it, my God. Did it you was see an me? extra second. And... and it's like, that's... Like, and it makes it so much cooler, and but it doesn't seem like... It makes it cooler when it's a small part of it instead yeah. of just being the whole thing. It's like, oh, you know, like, because isn't there a whole sequence... There's a whole sequence in, in Revenge of the Jedi where they just look at each other in the fight and just do flourishes for five seconds before they leap into battle. Yeah. And it's, like, the stupidest thing because you look at it and go, why did I do that? But like in this, nothing like that here, and I mean we're just right out of it, just out of the second. But it's gonna cool on us a little bit. But it's it's but there's there's nothing like that. It just this was the fa- the movie for the fans. Yeah, this is, and I would say like this will satisfy anyone. Like this, uh, the kids. I'm a little nervous about the kids. Some they have to the see stuff, the movie. Yeah. They... So the the first thing is it's a little it's 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 dark and harsh, and yeah. it has very light points. But its darks are dark. You know, yeah. its darks are it's deep. Um, yeah. the things I worry about is there's a, it's, it's, I feel like it was slightly scarier than other films. Yeah. Um. Now that moment, like when, uh, you see it in the trailer, so, uh, it's not even, it's, it wouldn't be a spoiler anyway, because most of you have heard this. Uh, when he goes like, like he puts his hands up to Poe po Dameron's face and he starts screaming, that's really creepy. Like. Yeah. The, some of those parts, like, I'm going to tell you, Kylo Ren had me like squirming in my chair. He's super like, creepy. Like he is unbelievable. It he's, is, he's, he's a great villain. I don't know how the, good, they pulled that off so well. I, like, and uh, yeah. And he's not a typical villain. He's not Darth Vader over again, which was something. I was no, kind he of is a, 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 like a like, non-confident. Like, like he is super creepy, super weird. And like, he's not a monster. He's just 
crazy. Like yeah, he's clearly he's like obsessed and he's clearly and lost. fueled and enraged. Um, oh he God. does. You know, it's a great place to pick up after Darth Vader. Oh my God, he's like it's like the modern day villain. Like if you like, if yeah, you, like this is a character that like he has no confidence. He is. I don't want to say this because I hate saying this, but he's like a villain for millennial age. Well, yeah, no, that's definitely like, it. And it's like he fits he, that without like being insulting about that because I'm millennial myself. But like, he's like the emo villain. He he's 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 well done. He's not whiny. Well, he comes off as a little whiny, but he doesn't come off as like like annoying. No, he comes off not like Anakin. Not like Anakin. He he's he's weird. He has like great moments of like darkness and like a like. Like, there might be a moment where kind of, where, it, like, the moment when you see him, like, start to lighten up yeah. on the bridge, which most of you know what we're talking about, but, like... Uh, it was, like, it was so, like, was so, like... You're so, like, hopeful for him, and, like... Yeah, it really works. You can see it, like... so good. He, Adam Driver's really good. All right, so let's close this with some real quick... I'm going to just name a couple things in the film. You can name some. Just a couple one- or two-word reactions. Okay. Uh, BB-8. Fantastic, surprisingly. Yeah. He works out really well. His comedy, the comedic moments are sparse, but effective. Yeah. Uh, he, he's a, he's a, he's a uh, comedic character, but he, he's, he's cute and likable, and he's a good R2-D2 sequel. Yeah. Like, he's, like, he doesn't surpass, he does a lot of fun, and there's a cute, couple cute moments with him. All right, so this time, really, like, two words. Uh, Finn. Cool dude. Uh, cool dude, yeah. Yeah. Finn uh, is a he is the man. He's cool dude. Well done. Yeah. He's he's great. Uh Ray? Ooh. Um I My I have three I, words. Yeah. A new hope. A new hope, yep. Ray is like Ray is Ray made me smile from like ear to ear a couple times. Like she's great. I, yeah. Like that's the thing is I can't think of three words because everybody's just so good. Alright, uh so um Supreme Leader Snoke. Weird. <laughs> That's the only, like, if I was to point a dark spot, he's not, he himself isn't dark, but he's weird. Yeah, and like... I don't know what to think of Some of yet. the, like, like lighter fans were kind of like, oh, that was weird. Yeah, like, that's how yeah. we, that's what we said, like, when we were coming back home with our and group. I, for me, I'm, I'm like, I want to see what he's all about. Yeah, no, he just seems like a character we don't know anything about, and therefore doesn't, like, we just, like, I can't pinpoint anything and it will be two years a year and a five months or whatever um Poe Dameron uh quite charming like like he's yeah. our new like I was thinking like rather dashing like, rather dashing is definitely like, that's rather dashing is perfect he reminds me of like a like a cocky, he is like, like but, like, you're on his side. That guy could sway yeah. anybody. Yeah, he's definitely, like, he's the character. He's the Lando. Of the he's the Lando or the new Han Solo. Like, yeah. if you were to, like, prescribe them roles. Uh, all right. Um, speaking of him, Han Solo. Two words. I, mine are perfection. Like, he, like, himself. Like, he, from the start, was just, like... There's a section in it yeah. that was like, you know, Han and Chewie on whatever their new ship is and just like this wild adventure for like 10 minutes. And it was like my favorite thing ever because I, it was like, it's just the adventures of Han Solo. That we, it was great because we never got to see them in action, like in the other things they did before Luke and, yeah. you know, and we do, we get to see like a good 10 minutes of it. And I love that. I would just, I think I'm going to go with one word. 
complete. Yeah. I think I think Han Solo was so well done in this movie. He's so perfect. Harrison Ford puts effort into this, it seems. Yeah. He it's it's a good uh, <laughs> The word I want to use might uh, will indicate a spoiler. No, I mean, we're, I'm going to put a big heavy okay, spoiler please. on this okay. anyway. Okay, that it's a good uh, way to send him off. Like everything, yeah. like he has a good, he has good moments. He, like you said, when they're on the ship, it's like this great, like felt right. The, yeah, yeah, like oh man, we're in the middle of something great. Like, uh, moment. Right. Chewy, old and fuzzy. Chewie he's, was he's just, back, he was pretty point. much more of the same. It yeah. was and it was great. Like Chewie, did, Joey did Chewie didn't need anything done. He's still Chewie. He's got. No, his, he's he's like not. He doesn't need to be in the forefront. He's right there. He's great. Um, he has. Uh, by looks at the end of it, he's here to stay. You know, his, he's, uh, his bowcaster comes in more handy. Yeah, really. Than he ever has finally get to see him. Yeah, we, this, I feel like we've completed our cycle as well. Yeah, we had the bowcaster come back in a big way. It's true. I feel like we we influenced that. That was us, yeah. It was purely us. Yeah, they did it before. We, they were filming while we were right. We're recording. Uh, I'm sure they listened. <laughs> Joe Johnston got him in touch. Yeah, uh, all right, uh, Leia. I don't know how much to say yet. She's she's great. So she's my great. things on Leia is she's very. Um, it's a very minimal role. Yeah, it's a very. She's sp- there to drive a couple scenes forward, and she's in charge, and that's really good, and it, it felt good. Uh, she's definitely the well. She's not the smallest of the of the old you know ones, yeah. but she's definitely has a very small role. But it is important, and it's, she's, it's great to see her in that position. Luke and Leia are clearly meant to be bigger in the next one. Like they're clearly meant to be. This is the these are these are like this is set up yep. for them to be in the next one. Like Leia has a great role. She has a couple of good moments with Han Solo, but it's clear that from this point on, she's her own. She's gonna have her own big moments in the next one, and uh, I think a lot of that can be, uh, and that, that can be a lot of things. And I think you can say that about this movie. All right, I got three left. Okay, Maz Kanata, Peter Nyong'o, man. Maz Kanata was I, like was whew. like it, it was like super chill. Like he was great. Yeah, it was like the like. Uh, hundred thousands of years old, so it's got this whole Yoda feel. It's this young, like semi wise, you know, thing. Just like a, she's a yeah, like she has the. She almost felt like almost like the old diner waitress when you first met her. Like, well, the, she was first thing you see her do is putting a tray aside. Yeah, like, it's like, really weird. Like she feels like that. Like she's been everywhere and knows everything. She had like a lot of emotion. You could feel it in the character, which was great. She did great. The design is fantastic. Yeah, the design's amazing. I love those glasses where yep. she's like adjusting she, them to make her eyes yeah, bigger and smaller. she's not like, too serious, but she's very serious. Yeah, she, no, she she got the right, like, she serves as a sort of Yoda early on in this film. Yep. And she pulls off that Yoda-ness without, like, some of the tra- with She pulls off the Yoda traits without seeming like Yoda at all. Like... I guess I have more than I thought, so we'll we'll do them real quick. Millennium Falcon. Uh, old garbage. <laughs> Which is the best. Yeah. That's one of the funniest moments in the sequence. It really it, is. It really works out. Like, it's kind of, like, it, it kind it's, of makes... It, and the thing about that sequence is it's a scene we've seen in the trailers a lot. Yes. Yeah, and it's, they just cut around that one little spot of it, and it's so good. It's... It, it's the closest thing to making. It was the closest joke to making me groan, but it works so well that I was satisfied. Like, uh, it's, like it's clearly like a moment. Like it's like oh. that's the one that hit like home first. Like, yeah, it's very like, early in the film. Yeah, it's when you see it though. It's 
when you first see the Millennium Falcon, it's just like utter surprise. Yeah. Like it's it's like yeah. whoa. Like that's uh, that's where you put it. Alright, so the next one, uh Captain Phasma. Uh in it. In it? <laughs> in it. She was she's, in it. She's in it. She's in it. Uh very I, lightly used. I feel uh, like we got like it's a I feel like maybe we're missing something from this character. Like there was scenes that were cut. But I feel like I don't know what they could have been. Like, to me, Captain Phasma is the you know Emperor's Royal Guard with a little more, a little more. There's of like a something there. Like the like she's in the background in a couple shots. She's coming through, walking, and, and really impressive. She looks like she's like the second in command to Hux, and then she's in this pivotal scene where you know um, she has a couple little quips in that scene. So uh, I mean, my guess is that like maybe like. I, I kind of hope that we... See more? We see more. I don't know I how. think we'll see more in, in backstory. Yeah, I feel like this is a character that we're, like, we need, like, some detail on, but, like, we don't get it. And the only thing I could think of is that, like, it feels like the, like, the, the marketing really pushed that character, and that was, I think, just because she looked cool. Yeah. But I'm not, like, I'm curious, like... That character either has to have something happen or was cut from a part of this film. Like, that's the only thing I could think of that makes this make more sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Kylo Ren. Did we? Did I say Kylo Ren? Oh, no. uh, yeah, we did Kylo Ren. Did we? Yeah. No. Um, did we? Yeah, I thought we did. No. Kylo Ren. Creepy as hell. Yeah. I, he's super good in this. He is so intense. He is, is so intense. It is... It'll, it'll make you squirm... Oh. And and he's just there's a lot with his mask off, which is perfect. Like yeah, no, because I you know I I was I don't like the like, mask character that you never see. Like there was a moment there where like when I found out that he wasn't masked, which was early on because we saw yeah. it in the photo, I was afraid that that was gonna be really annoying or weird. Yeah, but no, that worked. That worked so well, guys. Yeah, no, it's really good. It's like really, it's really like good. when he takes it off, it's like a moment of like he is a barbarian when he's fighting. He uh, is intense. that moment. The, the the two scenes where he just freaks the heck out, yeah. the hell out, and like just starts cutting everything. All right, uh, Hux. What is his What is his title? Uh, Captain? No, Commander. General Hux. General, General, General Hux? Hux. Probably something Hux. Uh, he's another one who's intense. There's a scene where he's like screaming. Um, oh yeah, that nice. scene where he gets the like the the Nazi scene. Yeah, exactly. Like, was that good. scene was really well done. I don't know that he was. I think he was younger. He to me wasn't as uh, Grand Moff Tarkin ish. Like, like what I think they're doing with him is that they're presenting like the New Order is new. The First Order. It's 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 clearly like well, it's, like he an offshoot is like, of an offshoot. Or he something. is the authority. The the order of it. Yeah. Um, Kylo Ren is the emotion of it, and Snoke is, like, the, the, the fuel behind it. General, General Hux is clearly, like... I think it works that he's young, because he's clearly meant to be, like, a crazy hothead. Like, yep. they're all... Everybody in the army is meant to be, like, a crazy, like, hothead, like, like nut job. Like... Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's it's clear that, like, this is an enemy... That's been way, like, crazy. These are the neo-Nazis in Brazil. Like, So let's do our last one. Yeah. Uh, Luke Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> uh, he looked good at the end? He looked, like, uh, like angelic. That, he like, looked like... 
He was, I don't even know. Like Destroyed? His, defeated? I couldn't even tell. He looked angry almost. Like, he, he looked was so, cr- like he, his, the face he gave, it was, it spoke so much, but so little at the same time. Oh, it was, a, it was an he r- has no amazing final <laughs> scene, an amazing, like, just, like, what is he thinking? And He has no dialogue in the entire film. But whatever he does, it's gotten me so pumped for the next. Yeah, like, he looked like, oh, it was amazing. Just the, the colors and, like, it just was very bright and light. And it was this, I don't know, it was just, an, like, it just leaves you with your jaw, jaw dropped. Yeah. All right, so. Oh, wait, one last one. Yeah, go for it. C-3PO's red arm. <laughs> his red arm was mentioned it was at least mentioned which is weird because I never realized that his silver leg was never mentioned no so at least they mentioned uh, that Caesar Bio's red arm was fine it was silly it's, been good. it's just he looks different in the end I think it looks a little different yeah no that's that's great I, I, I'm just making a joke alright alright cool thanks Peasy was barely in the film yep uh, but we will I'm sure we'll hear her backstory yeah we'll get her backstory and her future story alright okay thanks everyone alright bye see ya